let me do Fulton explaining if, to kids what a night hole is. And okay, okay, I'll give you. I'll give you a. Hello, boys and girls. Gather round. That's it. Sit down. Now we have a very special guest today, boys and girls. Yes, we've got Fulton Battlestone. Give him a little round of applause. Good. Okay. No, shh. That's it. Timmy. Fulton is going to explain to us a lovely little thing. Fulton. Hello there. What are you there, here to talk about today? Class 2C uh, of High Helms Primary School. Uh, my name is Fulton Battlestone and I'm a smithy and also a member of the Danger Club podcast. I'm yes, not yes. podcast, the club, just the club in general. What's a, what's a, sorry, what's a podcast? I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't rightly know. Let's just move on. Just move on. It's fine. It's fine. And um, today I'm here to talk to you about the morning hall and the night hall. Oh, um, is this appropriate? Oh. Hey, it's a dwarven tradition. So, kids, uh, have you ever wondered what time it is? No. Ah, well, now you can, because we have created, uh, as smithies, have created a day hole in which you can see what time of day it is through this hole. Um... I I don't think these children understand the concept of time yet. Oh, well, it's easy. Half, half hall is uh, midday. Full hall is is, uh, uh, five o'clock. That I, yep. Okay, boys and girls, give give, uh, Fulton Battlestone a a, a lovely little thumbs up. That's it. Well done. (laughs) And Fulton, uh, thank you. That's the end of the class. All right. See you later. Thanks thanks for the whole chat. That was um, wonderful. Don't forget the song, though. Oh, yeah. Go on. Teach us the song. It's daytime, what time? It's daytime, what time? That hole tells us what time. What time is it? It's daytime. The sun is shining through the hole. The sun is shining through the hole. The sun is shining through the hole. But watch out, because when it gets to night... It won't be shiny or so bright. The night hall then is appropriate for the night time is the night hall. Uh, the second verse is not very good, uh, but there you go. Anyway, see you later. Bye, 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 Fulton. Who booked? Who booked him for the school chat? Is that was that you? What's night owl? Yeah, just shut up, Timmy. Just shut up. <sighs> now maps. Previously on the Danger Club podcast, we have found on. some secret doors. We probably have to pull them at the same time. Okay, so shall we do it? Shall we like count to three and we open them both? Why? I wrestle with Caragor. I wrestle with Fulton. <laughs> you open both secret doors at the same time. This slithers a kind of black greasy ooze. I activate Philippe. In six seconds, you have drastically increased the number of monkeys in this room. None of this would have happened if you had a map. The adventure continues now.
are uh, there are a few fundamental rules of role-playing games, and I like that we subvert those rules a lot of the time in in the way we play, in the characters we play, in the relationships we have, in the way we approach problem-solving. Um, you know, in, in this kind of who should you trust, what kind of adventures should you take on, how should you make up a party, what roles should people have, and one of them, of course, never open two doors at once in the middle of no. a dungeon, uh, and that, and yet that was the one that we so happily and so quickly broke immediately after just one episode before being so afraid of of every door that it was possible we might leave and just go and rest. Um, We'd had a sleep. Oh, I you- think there was something in those rations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. it. Dummy juice, man. I did down, float it. I did, did float it to the crew, and everyone was quite keen to open both the doors. No, at the I have same to say, time. I have to say, I, I thought it was going to be like a thing where it's like you have to do them at the same time, and then a thing uh, comes uh, up. I, 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 I got to say, Scott, when you said why, um, I wasn't thinking about why are we opening two doors at once. I was thinking, why are we opening the doors? That's why I said, because oh. we're looking for stuff. What? I hadn't really thought about two doors at once. <laughs> why would I be asking questions as to why we're opening doors at all? Every time because you ask questions wow. about everything. And this is why. Look at us now. We're fighting 18 slides. Yeah, I know. But, yeah. but see, you're, you're the man who asked too many questions, like the boy who cried wolf. You're and right. we didn't listen to your question you're correctly. Right. This is the it's moral. On you. This it's is, on you. This is the moral. Oh, the boy who cried wolf is the man who stopped to ask in a dungeon, why are we opening these doors exactly? Exactly, guys. Oh boy, you cried wolf. Let the slimes in. Let them in. Oh, because knowing right. and sliming is half the battle. Hello, everyone, yeah. and welcome to the Danger Club podcast. Yay. Yay. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's not much of a defense, but Velda didn't agree with the two doors thing, but he also didn't say anything because he just, there was lots going on. So, you know, Velda, he, he's he, even... after the thing has happened and then goes, ah. But he's he was... sort of. I mean, there was a lot of there was a lot of there was a lot of stuff mm-hmm. going on uh, in the build up to these two doors being opened. It was Velda was feeling a bit it uncomfortable. All felt, the, the wrestling and the, and the it shouting. all felt quite quite exciting. Like as you know, like you say, we'd had a sleep, we'd had some rations, and it felt like you know there was a bit of like bullshit sort of hey, come on, let's do a thing. Hey, do you know what I mean? And like as a player, I did not think about you know what if there's monsters behind both these doors I didn't think that at all I was like there's going to be prizes behind both doors we're going to win you know and if we open them at the same time I think something yeah like Ross said like maybe someone could come out of the floor in the middle saying you are the millionth person to open these doors and and you you know we're going to get streamers and like it's not an opening know. of a Tesco's in Scunthorpe yeah yeah <laughs> you know what I mean? do you need to open two doors at once if you're opening a Tesco in Scunthorpe be fair, no I just mean like the, the thousandth customer or whatever you know the Tesco's in Scunthorpe if you open two doors there they'll probably get security on you yeah <laughs> true because it means you're trying to come in one and get out the other yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I mean to be fair we did win hashtag slime 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 uh, you know it's uh, well, yeah. I mean, if it was a kids' show and you were trying to get slime all over you, then yeah, that would be. It would, then we'd have won. But no, um, actually, we'd, be, the, we'd still be losing. Philippe's the only one who'd be winning that oh. so far. Do you think? Do you think? Yes, this is you're the, right. Do you think this is Kidway's version of Funhouse? It's like the crazy caravansary. <laughs> just like it's a Kid whole Way. lot of fun. Slime is to be won. For those that don't know, Funhouse was a uh, oh, kids' show. In, before, no, we haven't. This is the first time. I'm pretty we sure. Not? We, no, we've not yeah, referenced yeah. Funhouse before. I feel like we've. We I remember talking about the twins and like nah man that's that's a conversation we had outside I'm sure was it <laughs> we have not talked about the twins on this podcast I would definitely really? remember that Pat Sharp okay 
big and a big Sharp and the twins. House. Yeah. yeah. All right. So Fun House was like this crappy early 90s crowd. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Go yeah. easy on Fun House, we man. Can, come we on can, now. We can do it on the record, can't we? It was all, it was pretty shit, man. Like, apart from the go-karts and the go-karts, you only got to go on them for like 30 seconds. Fuck like, that. Talking about like, Squishy it, House it, and... No, I, knew, I knew if I was watching Fun House, it was Friday and it was the weekend, which made it the best show in the world. Yeah, that's man. all I know. I really so, want to house. Fun house, amazing! Kick my shoes off and take my pants off and shit, I can't man. Believe you, Colin. Start I can't running around. There was prizes to be won. Yeah, it's a real wacky show where I anything would go. Like, the theme tune is still in our heads and it will never leave us. <laughs> it was. It was like it that's was not fun. <laughs> like I, obviously, it's, it's not. I like that. You know, obviously it's not dramatic now because soft play areas are everywhere. Like, they're just a standard thing. But when we kids, that's not a thing you could go to. So to see that on the television with a go-kart track involved and two people who look the same and a man with hair that looked like it was bought in some kind of a space shop, (laughs) it was incredibly (laughs) exciting. It was was very exciting. I love the idea of, like, each of us, the youthful version of us, sitting there watching Funhouse. And then there's youthful Colin sat in the corner scowling, listening to Cypress Hill or something. (laughs) (laughs) Watching MTV. Yeah, and MTV, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I could just kill a man. <laughs> and that man would be Pat Sharp, yo. Yeah, um, uh, yeah tweet us, I Pat Sharp. Wanna, I don't want to kill Pat Sharp. Pat Sharp's like, he, he's a bit of a dude, I think, actually. He's, nah, yeah, he's all he's right, not, isn't he? He's, no, he's not. Or is he, he a came, bad person? He came to our university uh, one time when I was at university. He did like a university student unions tour. Oh, yeah. Um, and he, he bragged, because everyone was being like, oh, fuck Pat Sharp, Pat Sharp. And he bragged quite awkwardly and uncomfortably that he'd, he'd had sex with both of the twins and everyone, even the rugby crew. What? I remember even <laughs> the rugby guys were like, oh, it's just not cool. Oh, he's, man. He's, you seem he? older oh, to God. us now. Oh, yeah, it was a bit, yeah, it was a bit desperate. Be, well, gosh, um, it's, it's tricky, isn't it? Let's not talk about Pat Sharp anymore. Let's talk about, <laughs> let's talk about <laughs> Neil Buchanan. Uh, yeah, let's Neil talk about Buchanan. Buchanan. The last one came out. I think we said he was dead, and he's not dead. He's not dead. I always Neil. like when we do these kids show things because Ross, you're a little younger than us. Like, what was your version of Funhouse? What was the kind of the game, the game show that you watched when you? Uh, there wasn't really. I didn't. Can't Noel's house party. Uh, that wasn't a kid show. <laughs> yeah, it was. Mr. Mr. Blobby. <laughs> Mr. Blobby. Yeah, Mr. Blobby. Uh, and Zap. Uh, Super Ted. Count Ducula. Super Ted. You were seeing Super Ted. These are all the same shows that I used to watch. Super Ted was around in the seventies, man. Are you sure you're younger? Reruns, mate. Reruns. Uh, Wizardora. Vitamins. Wizardora. The. um, Wow. uh, I I still maintain that Spotty was a dickhead. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Why? He was useless. He just really irritated me. As a kid, I was like, "Oh, shut up!" It's really what's, what's funny. It's almost like we've got a spotty uh, archetype in this very party, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nah, Imagine uh, someone a bit like C three PO, someone a bit like Spotty in this party. Scott, have you ever seen Aquila? Did you ever watch Aquila? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Roman loved machine that came back from time, and you got in yeah. and it took you flying around all the place. Never seen that. That was the theme tune to it. Yeah, that sounds that sounds cool. Yeah, that was maybe after. Yeah, I, I, not I, know nightmare. the biggest nightmare. one was Demon Headmaster. That was the biggest one. That was yeah. the terrifying yeah. one with the like really? the wasp creature mutating out of the wall thing. Like that was yeah. horrifying for kids. Absolutely terrifying. Yeah. That anyway, was anyway, I remember the remember Demon that. Headmaster was my very first experience of being like, oh, they fucking made a TV show out of the book. Oh my god, like <laughs> that kind of that hipster <laughs> superiority because we'd read it at school. Um, and it's, the TV show is better than the book. 
Um, I think <laughs> I don't know. I was I was ten when I read either of them. I'm not going to make a moral judgment on either one of them. <laughs> um, Fair enough. Pick up the worst witch though. They still have the worst. Oh, witch. the worst witch! Oh, Hell yeah! Oh, and I still Tim take... Curry. Tim Curry is in the worst witch, the film version. Man, is he really? Yeah, he plays. He plays the like um, the the mega wizard at the end. You know, they're all going. Oh, I'm so excited to see the wizard. Like I don't know, the sort of king of the wizards or whatever. And he comes out of the end and goes like, <laughs> Mildred Hubble, come with me. You are the best witch, not the worst witch. And oh. she like jumps on his like on his big cape, and he like flies over around going like come on and like he's so cool and like ah it's the greatest ending man I love oh, it that sounds so good on, well, um, let's take it from the worst witch to the yeah. worst <laughs> adventuring party um, <laughs> that's unfair you are, I thought uh, you were going to say the no, best druid god damn it in no way are you all culpable for this situation so last week um, in, a, uh, in a in a very sensible and well thought out plan uh, the mm-hmm. Danger Club decided um not exactly as a group uh, that the best thing to do with, with upon finding two secret doors would be to open both of them simultaneously to see what would be inside and it turned out what was inside both doors were horrible slime monsters um, on, in one of them there was an office with a big uh, elaborate looking uh, expensive looking desk and some bookcases and things and sitting in a high leather back chair was a fuming black tar like sludge with uh, burning embers in it uh, which proceeded to come slithering over the top of the chair trying to get at them you guys shut the door shoved some uh, clothes underneath shut a bedroll underneath it uh, it then fumbled trying to knock the bedroll out of the way so it's got one action for its next attack um Meanwhile, on the other side of the room, the room at- the room had a box in it uh, with some stones. Uh, Shania summoned some mad monkeys who promptly threw the stones all over the room um, and knocked everything over. Uh, a load of oozes dropped from the ceiling. Philippe heroically ran in, grabbed the box and dived back out and you have uh, split a few of those oozes. So you've got four oozes in that room, uh, but Shania has managed to shut the door as well. Will that be enough to slow them down? I guess we will find out. How you feeling about this team? Easy, we got this. Um, I'm I am less confident. We however, run away. Yeah, I mean that's I think that's that's the best plan. But we're gonna have to run away one at a time, <laughs> unfortunately, which is a bit annoying. Um, <laughs> with them getting to run at us during it because we're still in combat, right? Yeah, but they've got to get through a door. Both of them have got to get through doors. They well, must get, get under the- a door. One of them is kind of out though. Yeah, one yeah, of the, the fuming sludge is already in the room. But they he's only got one go on his next... He's only got one action on his next Very go, true. So. And they are all so, slower than us anyway, so we can yeah. quite easily get away from them. We just get Hopefully. away from them. If they continue to follow us, we just use ranged attacks whilst kiting. This is what you call them from an MMORPG. Right. You're moving away whilst hitting them with ranged attacks while they can't hit us with ranged attacks back. Okay. Um, so we do that, or we just throw things in their way. I don't think we've got any more alchemist fire, have we? No, no. I would suggest I need to do a successful knowledge uh, recall knowledge check on this guy, but I think he's a fiery thing. So I don't think fire is yeah. the one to use against this. Oh, one. but the others, there's loads of others. Yeah, yeah there's loads of others. They're they're immune to acid. Yeah, we know that. Sure yeah, we should target. be able to should be able to smash those ones. But the door's closed now, so AOEs are kind of out at the moment. But might save those for later. Uh, sh- what we could it's do almost a shame because actually that would be uh, perfect fireball territory right now. That yeah, room, I know, full right? of enemies. Yeah. Um, uh, what we could do is run through into the courtyard, out through the garage, as as uh, as Fulton keeps calling it, and just fuck off in the sea. 
Shut the doors. Shut yeah, the doors, they'll just happened. slime under them and then just go and kill. It'll be like venom, and then well, yeah, all right, maybe it will, but maybe we Spoilers. can find out something before <laughs> we get to that point. Like you know, you, they're pretty do slow. You, do you think, given our recent experiences in Kibway, that us running round to various people who have vague information on things and be like, "Quick, tell us something about the thing"? Do you know that that's not going to go down well? We didn't, we didn't do that well with it the first time around when there wasn't a time limit. <laughs> and, and also, if I extend uh, Bubba's sort of motivational talk uh, the lives of the few outweigh the lives of the many <laughs> abandon good abandon good just, just, <laughs> not, just leave they'll go in the city abandon but good all you know, who it's, not it's not what he said um, it's a logical extension <sighs> I mean you know abandon good let's so, just quickly yeah. talk through because this will be one of these things if it comes up later uh, I don't want to I want to be something we, we miss but uh, what did you come into this caravan house for let's recap why you were coming in the so, box the box we wanted the box the box, the box. The box. okay which I, I think hopefully we've got Felipe, however Philippe is holding a Felipe is Felipe is holding an open teak box in his yes room. I'm hoping that it's the right box um, it, it might be the right box uh, but it no longer really has its contents no yeah, in I realise it's just a box yeah, but I, would it have clues? I, I don't know. All right, fine. Well, we haven't even looked at it yet. Let's I mean, go to the courtyard it, and look at it, and then we can see. And, and also, if- you know, I, I need to work out if there's any way that I can get these monkeys to follow us. Because, you know... Why? I mean, why? Because they've got the gem things. They've got all the stuff on them, haven't they? Uh, mm. They actually don't, because you didn't used all of your actions in order to get Philippe out and shut it, so the spell has ended. So the uh, the monkeys disappeared as soon as uh, you closed oh, the door, oh, uh, oh, and oh. the gems are now just scattered all across that room. Okay. Uh, wherever they were. So, uh, let's Gems, back however, are fireproof, James. They are. They are. They are. They are. It is Velda's turn. At the moment... I can't see them because uh, the door you can't is shut. S- no, you can't see them. Um, yeah, because the door is shut. You can see the yeah. fuming sludge, uh, which is attacking uh, Bubba and Fulton. Although um, you know, a fireball there will definitely hit the two of them. Yes, no, no, that's fine. Uh, I'd like to try. Can I try another knowledge arcana on that sludge? You absolutely can try another knowledge arcana. Oh, that's much better. That is thirty-three. 33 there we go that's a critical success let's tell you a few things about the fuming sludge the fuming sludge uh uh, let's see it has uh so it's uh, in terms of its immunities we'll do those first same as normal critical hits uh mental piercing precision slashing um visual unconscious it's also immune to fire it's weak against cold um so it can detect nearby creatures by their chemical composition. It's like a mass of chemicals. Uh, so it doesn't need to see to be able to uh, uh, attack, which is good because the haze around it is this choking haze, uh, which uh, can make you uh, can make it hard to act while you're within there. It's going to have a penalty against you. Um, and uh, it means that everything within the haze has concealment. So it's a DC5 flat check to hit anything. Fulton got away with that last time because we forgot to bring that one in. But I won't, I'm not going to retcon it an episode afterwards. But we're going to remember that from now on. So in that haze, things get pretty nasty. Um, finally, it can also eject a glob of itself um, at people a long, uh, a long way away. Which, as it cools, will gradually slow people down. Like a glob Ew. of lava. That is what you are dealing with there. Nasty, okay, nasty. so so uh, what I could do is I could drop down a spell on that mofo. Yeah. Or what I could do is use Gust of Wind to blow away the haze. 
and then then open up for attacks. Uh, is it if it's concealed? Will it have a fifty-fifty miss chance on? No, spells? that's uh, that is hidden. So concealed, hidden. Is, a, okay. concealed is a DC five flat check. So you just got to roll six or higher on a D twenty in, in order for the attack to be successful. So oh. it's much much lower, twenty-five percent miss chance effectively. Okay. Uh, fuck it. I'm just gonna uh, like uh, Velda gestures and uh, calls down a sudden bolt of energy. It goes a bit of lightning. So we are staying then. Uh, well, we're going to have to do something about this just to cover it for the moment because it's in combat with two people. Well, yeah. or we run. The two people in question, what do you think? Me? Um, uh, I will run if every... Happily I think, run. I think we run, we check the box, we do double move or three moves, check the box, uh, and then they're going to follow us anyway. So... What? Get them to follow us out into the street and then go running back in and get the gems when they're not in there anymore. No, don't. We're, we're not putting innocent lives in danger, Drummond. Ah, no, we just go the back the way we came through the, the building. The lives of the few, Scott. The lives of the few. It's not what he said. No, I know it's not what he said. It's what I'm saying. <laughs> the lives of the few. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to make my own jug. If we if, if we ran away, they, it would take them... The green slime is going to take ages to get through the door, and the orange slime is just slow at the moment anyway. So it would take, take them ages to get up, catch up to us. It would give us time to regroup and prepare spells and actions if we wanted to bottleneck them if they came through one doorway. Um, also, it would be really lame if the slimes were, like, just friends. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They haven't really got a mind. They haven't got a society of a civilization. Yeah. But if they didn't end up just trying to slime each other... That'd be just beardy, wouldn't it? Um, anyway, Ken, uh, what do you think a slime eats? Well, if it's one based on like chemical composition, then chemicals are, in, uh, are like also in everything. Chemicals. Are I in thought everything. you meant friends like the sitcom, like you know, the the two slimes. The, the, <laughs> sorry, the five slimes would sort of uh, get together on a sofa and have coffee. And- yeah. It turns out when the slimes meet in the middle of the room, they actually end up renting an apartment together. And, and the orange go. ones are such monikers. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, all right, then, so, in that let's case, do it. So, cancel, uh, we'll cancel be going that. For it. So, it looks like we're going to run for it. So, uh, Velda would like to use his two remaining actions to okay. move. Talk, talk me through twice. the... Oh, yeah, you, so you're not doing the sudden bolt. You're going to move. No, no, no. Okay. Sorry, that's... Uh, that, cause as he gestures and uh, he gets the hint, people are like, we're going to run. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> he like okay. releases the energy and then... Uh, move 50 feet. Move 50 feet. Uh, You've got movement of 25. I think I have got movement of 25. Yeah, God, I haven't looked at that in a long time. Cool. Uh, oh, where is it, Path Builder? Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I wish you guys could see the roll 20 uh, where this opened up because all of these sludges have got auras around them. Uh, so they've all got little circles around them showing where the uh, where all their various gases and things extend to. Uh, and because there are like, there are so many of these little circles on my screen at the moment from all the different oozes and they're covering everyone and then there's just one square where all of the circles just don't quite hit and that's where Velda's standing. It's like like the Venn diagram of wizard safety. (laughs) Uh, I've I've become attuned. In the many years I've been playing Bell, I've become attuned to that space. Um, Uh, So yes, you just just turn and bolt through the doors back out into the courtyard. That's both of your actions. Uh, Uh, He'd also also like to pull his scarf up over his mouth as he does that, because he obviously knows a bit about the... You can can hold your breath. You can hold your breath if you want. Scarf, Uh, scarf. 
Baba Von Hoops. Uh, first things first. Before you do anything, I need a fortitude save from you. A fortitude save. Exactly. Uh, so I plus. Sorry, what? Which one do I plus to this? I you add your fortitude someone. bonus. Okay, which I believe is plus thirteen. Oh, that's good. It's a thirty-two. Thirty-two. It's a success. Uh, so you shake off the. Uh, you shake off the effect. Not quite critical success. So you will have to save again at some point. But yes, you uh, you shake off the effects of the smouldering haze, and you are able to act normally during this. What would you like to do? Uh, I'm going to bravely run to where Velda's gone to. <laughs> okay, you bravely run as you uh, as you Breaks go to. As soon as you as soon as you start to move, it takes an attack of opportunity against you. Oh, it, some things have attack of opportunity. Do you know what? I think you set this up because you were like, it's an extremely rare thing in Pathfinder like Second Edition. Yeah, oh, I, I set it up blub, by blub, it, blub. it being the first monster you fought in this entire. I think since the Drakes, since the Jungle Drakes, <laughs> this is the first monster that's had it. That's a 30 to hit. Also, this thing is so slow, and it's been slowed, and you're like, oh yeah, it still gets an attack of opportunity. It does, it still gets a reaction, it's lost two actions, still has a reaction, and has one normal action. Whatever, Dan, whatever it hits. It hits you. Okay, you take nine points of bludgeoning damage, and six points of persistent fire damage, as you catch fire. Um, Jesus. So Bubba just, it hits Bubba and Bubba's clothes just go up. Um, oh my God. As uh, Bubba starts to burn. Um, burn, Bubba, burn. Okay. Burn, Bubba, burn. Can you, hold on, Wait. can you remind me of those points? Because I, I got into the song. Yeah, no problem. So nine points of bludgeoning and yep. six points of fire. Slimy um, Inferno. The, um... The green things are not immune to fire, are they? Interesting. No. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, Does that is that the uh, full withdrawal? Is that all my actions? Is that- that's well. It depends. It's up to you. You could spend three actions to run all the way, and you'll get well past Velda off into the courtyard if you want to. No, no. Can I get to Velda and then? Uh, uh, I mean, I'm on fire, aren't I? So you are on fire. Yes. Yeah. I'd like to do something about that. <laughs> Drop and roll, You're maybe. On fire takes, Drop takes and two. Roll. Uh, it takes two actions to try and put out fire. So if you want, you can uh, as far as the furthest you'll be able to get is to the door, basically, and then you could spend two actions to roll on the floor uh, and get an extra uh, and lower the DC or the flat check to put the fire out. Uh. Or you could run to Velda, and you still get a flat check at the end of your turn. It's just it's uh, it's a fifth. Uh, flat check is 15 if you uh, don't do anything or it's 10 if you do something I don't really understand that okay it's it's easier to put you've got more chance of the fire going out if you do something to put the fire out but you won't get as far away from the creature right uh, let's no let's just go to where Velda is and okay. then I'll I'll spend one action doing half of that and then I'll on my next go I'll do the next bit of, okay, of what I need to do. Does fine. that make sense? You get right to Velda. So, Velda, you just see Bubba come running out of the doors on fire. <laughs> it's um, a phoenix! It's a phoenix! <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, and now I need a flat check from Bubba to see if the fire goes out. Uh, that is... So just roll a d20 and tell me what you get. 
Okay. I got a 16. 16, the fire goes out. Yeah. Oh, you Oh, wait, it's Bubba. No, it's Bubba. No, you it's... kind of you hit the ground and just roll along the uh, roll on the ground as you get to it and the fire does go out and to put out the last of the flames. Ooh's time. Uh... I just realized as well we had a callback to Noel's house party. Dan, have any of these blobs said blobby, blobby, blobby? Blobby, 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 blobby. Is there oh. anything, is there anything uh, like in col- in British culture that is harder to explain to somebody who did not grow up here than yeah. Mr. Blobby? Yeah, I know, yeah. It's the most it's ridiculous thing. Party and, uh, uh... <laughs> so uh, some stuff happens in the room with the closed door. Uh, don't worry about it. Carrigal one fan. <laughs> So, they are the red one, the orange one goes for things of the chemical color. First off, I, I take uh, a holy breathy move action to get to where everyone else is going. Uh, okay, uh, let's see. Let's see how far you can get. With 50, yeah, you can get back to Velda with one action to spare. Uh, I only want to take one action in that direction, one move oh, okay. action in that direction. That's fine. Um, well, do you say the the, the orange one uh, hunts on? Do you say chemical composition of things? Well, it, it might it's, eat? It, it's made up of a, of an extremely complex chemical composition. Yes, it's sort of it's just like a, a huge range of chemicals that it's made up of. We're and, all, uh, and it can tell us where tell where we are because of our chemical composition. And we're all pretty sure that uh, those green things are going to come through the door, right? Oh, almost certainly, yes. Caracol takes out nine rations and throws them to the door where the green things are about to come through. Okay. Let me throw some rations onto the floor. Um, that's fine. That is, uh, yeah, an action to get them out and an action to drop it, to throw them onto the floor. You kind of throw them on the ground. Philippe uh, reaches to pick them up and sort of gestures to himself like, Me? What? Is, is, are you still there? <laughs> um, what? No, leave them there. Leave them there. The, 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 the blobs will dissolve them with their natural acidity thing. They're, they're, they will, the, the chemical stuff will then be part of the blobs. And then hopefully the orange thing will go towards that. Or at least be confused by it. Or hopefully think that it's part of the same food. And we know the green things are not immune to fire. So that might solve itself. But um, here's hoping. Anyway. Cross off All my rations. Right, very nice. Okay, which means it takes it round to the fuming sludges go with its one action. Um, okay, let's go for. Hmm, what's it going to do? Is it going to hit Fulton? Um, Just hit me already. <laughs> it might have. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's got no one. As, it's got no one in range of its uh, of its other special ability, so it's going to go straight for um, Fulton. Uh, slashes out, lashes out with a burning pseudopod. Twenty-seven to hit. That is a hit. That's going to be a hit. Eighteen points of bludgeoning damage, and um, and you go up in flames. Um, oh. You don't take the fire damage just yet. It ticks on your turn at the end of your, at the beginning of your turn. Fulton is now on fire. Um, Fulton on <laughs> fire. Running, it's entire running. go. This Fulton's uh, it, on fire. <laughs> <laughs> it's now Fulton's go. Can I have a uh, fortitude save, please? You can indeed. Uh, and that is a 19. A 19 is a fail, mm. which means a couple of things. 
For a start, yes. you are sickened for one round. Yes. Uh, you also cannot recover from uh, persistent fire damage for this round. So you uh, so you, uh, you will definitely stay burning for another round. Mm-hmm. Um, on top of that, you take five points of fire damage because at the start of your turn, you start burning. Ooh, uh, your packs are on fire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the rest of you. Cool. So there you go. Can and, I go uh, now? Just to remind... You can just, <laughs> Mr. Blob. Uh, let's remind you of the second condition. Uh, so you feel you got a minus one penalty to all of your checks and DCs, and you cannot willingly ingest anything uh, while you're sickened. But it only lasts for one round, so don't worry too yeah, much about that. It's, um, it's made on do? the Path Build app. It's made my uh, uh, um, armor class uh, red. Does, does it'll it? make, yes, because it reduces your AC by one, because your AC is oh, a DC. Yeah. Cool. Uh-huh. AC, uh, DC. AC, DC. Um, <laughs> cool. I am going to look at this uh, blob that's just uh, hurt me. I I run towards the rest of the guys. I use two actions. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah. I'm going to 40 feet, I guess. Um, um, no, they're refresh at the end of the round, so it hasn't got its reaction back yet. <laughs> Uh, so I go 40 feet. As I get near Shania, I look at Philop and I look at Jam Jam. I think maybe to use them as a sacrifice uh, to throw them at the users to eat them. Uh, and then I carry on another 20 feet more. Okay. Cool. So 60 you, run, feet. you run out of the room at uh, 60 feet. Okay. So yeah, all my actions I'm going to spend. That's fine. Okay, you get you overtake Bubba and uh, Belda and run out into the middle of flame the buddies. <laughs> Just covered in this sticky, burning slime. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, that is. Um, oh, I. I should probably realise that I've got resistance to fire. That I uh, never yes. ever ever realised until I looked at this defence bit uh, right at the bottom of this path builder. Says the resistance fire three. Yeah, so there that, you go, three hit points back. That and also Dan mentioned it a couple of episodes ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, some green slime comes bubbling up from underneath the um, underneath the door that Shania has just closed uh, and begins excreting a nasty gas into the room. I need a will save from both Shania and from Philippe Oakley Doakley's let's see what happens right so um, Shania as 25 and Philippe as 25 as well 25 it is a save from both of you both stupefied one um, which might come into if you want to cast spells Uh, just bear that in mind Uh, but you are not asleep um, and that is all that one, that ooze can do with its turn. It's kind of crawling out from underneath the thing and just letting out gas. What? Gross. What happened when it came into contact with the nine Russians underneath it? Uh, it's nowhere near the nine Russians. It's got to get through underneath the door past Shania before it gets to the rations. Um, the rations are kind of lying next to Philippe, so they're behind it. Oh, at the I, moment, I, I threw them at the I threw them at the door. So we're, we're... Uh, oh, okay, uh, I'll need a ranged attack to try and get it in there because Shania is standing in that space. Uh, okay. Give me a, Give me a range attack to try and get him in there. Um, that is a... 25. 25. Okay, they land perfectly in that space. Uh, the slime slithers over the rations. Um, and uh, carries on letting out gas. Okay, cool. Did the rations dissolve 
the Russians do start to the Russians do start to hiss and sizzle. Yes. Okay. Sacrifice, Philip. <laughs> um, actually, the the meat, uh, any like if there's jerky in it, that yeah. starts to dissolve. Um, but uh, the vegetables jerky. do not. It's all jerky and peanuts for yeah, the morning peanuts. punch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what goes on there. All right, let's go over to Shania the Rain. Oh gosh, right, okay. Um, All the way back around. So, wow, great. Um, so, yeah, Shania and Philippe are also going to run. Okay. Um, so, we we'll just use our full actions to. Um, I mean, I guess I should use one action to give him two actions, right? Probably sensible. And then um, we'll both run our full distances. Very, very good. And obviously right. we're stupefied, so it's ten less than it would be, I guess. It is I also, because you're within... Oh, no, it's changed its gas to it. It's a, yep, changed its gas. It doesn't affect that, so you're fine. Um, that Philippe can get... Philippe's got a move of 35, so, hasn't he? Yeah, that's right, so he'll go 50... Um, uh, and I can't he's find. He's not slowed anymore, so he is fine. Um, I can't find uh, her movement, but I'm pretty sure it was the same. It was like 35. It's almost certainly 25. It's, it's uh, probably 25, mate, yeah. I feel yeah, like she was faster, but all right, I don't know. Okay, if you can find it, let me know, and we'll move you a bit further. But uh, I think 30 feet. It's 30 feet. She's 30, 30 feet. feet. There you go. Okay, so go ahead and have another 10 feet of movement, 510, which means you overtake Velda and Bubba. Okay. You run All out right. of the room. Philippe is well out of the room, running off uh, across the courtyard. So the only person left in the vault now is Caragor. Um, everyone else is back out in the courtyard. That's your whole go. Velda Ken Blight, you're out in the courtyard. What do you want to do? You don't have line of sight on any of the uh, creatures anymore. Okay, uh, so I can't see the sludge if I move around in the courtyard? Uh, let me see if there is any angle that you can get that might get you... Uh, actually, you know what? There is There is just about There is an angle you can get if you kind of run a little bit closer to the room. Um you will have a kind of angle over to where it is. Uh, it's up to you. Uh, how far away would I be from the blob? Uh, you'd be 45 feet away from it. That would put me the closest to the blob. Uh, no, Caragor's no. still the closest. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah Caragor didn't leave the room. He stayed to throw around. Yeah, but you're going to... Oh, no, because you're throwing the rations, aren't you? So you're going you're gonna to leave on the next turn, right? I am. It would only take me one move action to leave the room now, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, cool. yeah you're right in the doorway. Cool. Okay, yes. cool. In that case... Uh... Ah, so you're going to move before the blob. Caragor. I, I mean, the yeah, the, 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 uh, the turn order. Yeah. I'm not sure if we're allowed to know that kind of thing, if it's the kind of thing that's known to us or not. Uh, it's a DMC. Uh, uh, I mean, if you can remember it from the previous round, then, yeah. I tell you what, can I? Oh, we've done this before. Ready a spell to activate. Uh, you can I... takes t- takes two actions to ready a spell. Um, okay. T- well, it takes one action more than the the action would cost. So if it's two action spell, it takes all three of your. Actions. Okay. In that case, I stay where I am with yep. a, with a nice friend shield, and uh, I use three actions to ready sudden bolt. So as soon as that sludge comes through the door, yep. beautiful. Good round. Okay. okay. You start charging up a sudden bolt, ready just in case. Bubble von hoops. Um, well, I just thought we were going to run and discuss what we were going to do. 
we're still trying to do discuss. that as far as you've done the run as far as i'm concerned we're still trying to do that but we're not all out of the room so that's no, why exactly. combat won't have ended yet so we're yeah, still, yeah, still okay. in the process of running all right well uh can i see where they are from where <laughs> i am or you cannot no you could move to a place where you could see the uh, the sludge if you wanted to okay same place as Velda. Same place that Velda would have been, yeah. Yeah, okay, so I'll do that for one action, yeah? And then okay. uh, yeah, I'll no send a couple of missiles. Why not? Yeah. Just All to right. knock it down a bit. Uh, knock that down a, a, a peg or two. Cool. You launch a couple of magic missiles. Roll that damage. Yeah. Is it four missiles? Because it's, uh, it's yeah. yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, four. Uh, the, essentially, it's four. So that's okay. five, uh, ten... Oh, 15. Oh, my God. Max damage. That's 20 points of damage Oof. on those four missiles. Yeah. That is Oof. very, very good. No very good. to force damage, so you, they just slam into the ooze. Very, very nice. All right, let's give some of these other slimy boys their go. Um, blobby, blobby, blobby. Blobby, 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 blobby. Uh, let's see that. So one of them crawls under another slime, crawls out from around the door, and uh, and starts slithering towards Caragor. But it takes so much movement to do that that it doesn't manage to get to Caragor. Uh, that's all it did. It's go. Uh, the next one does exactly the same <laughs> and just kind of slithers into the room as well. Starts making its way towards Caragor does not get into melee with him uh, using its full turn. Karagor, it's your go. Karagor's just sort of watching and assessing these things' movements sort of closely and curiously. Um, hmm. Well, how far away is the fiery sludge from me now? The fiery sludge from you is uh, 25 feet. I'd like to back out the room, but in doing so... Hmm. Is it clear from the checks that my, myself and Velda made, the conversations that we've had, and the interactions we've had with these things? I've just watched the green ones dissolve meat and meat only. Um, I'm pretty sure I have a testing theory that that red thing, the fiery sludge thing, Velda, that thing eat, eat, eat metal. Uh, does it eat metal, Dan? Uh, not that you know of. Not that I know of. Aye. It's not acid, it's sort of um, made of chemicals and stuff. Right, well, let's just. Let's just. Let's just. Hedge both bets then, uh, and I like to move out the room, but before I do so, I take out just a bunch of these whistling arrows that I thought were going to be so fucking useful, and they are not. And I like to just <laughs> snap a load over my thigh, uh, using the, the, the ends with the, the metal heads in, um, just just toss some at the green sludge, toss some at the red sludge, and then toss a couple of bits of rations at the red sludge, which means both sludges and oozes have bits of meat and bits of metal in them both, because I can't work out, work out which one's their food source, and then leave the room. Okay. And you kind of toss a bunch of stuff on the ground to see, uh, to see what will happen, uh, and then you spend an action to leave the room. Uh, let's give you that yet the thinking is once the once they have ingested whichever one is the opposite food source and then we have left the room there will be no more flesh and or metal inside the room they will be the only things inside the room with flesh or metal inside them and thus they may well eat each other that's the thinking um anyway so i do that and i and i leave okay okay all right um it's it's buffet caragor yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm salt baying these guys with arrowheads and flet and, and jerky. Let's get the fuming sludge back up here. 
Okay, the sludge takes its go. It's got a movement of... I bet it's movement garbage. Yeah, it is. Um, the sludge slithers forwards uh, using one move action. It slides straight over the rations and arrowheads. It slides out of the room. Can it not yes. take persistent damage from the meat? Uh, no, it takes no damage. <laughs> unfortunately, the, it what? doesn't. It's immune it takes to no meat. Damage from the meat. Oh. It slithers straight. Unfortunately, it seems to reject your offerings and hones in on you as if it can sense your chemical signature. Um, it slithers out into the courtyard, following you up, catches up to Caragor, and he's going to make a single attack. Good try, though. Yep. Everything, everything is chemicals. Everything is chemicals. Literally, everything is chemicals. That is a 27 to hit. Uh, yeah, sure. That is going to be... Uh, that will be 15 points of bludgeoning damage, and Caragor catches fire. Stop, drop, and roll. But that's all it can do. It takes it had to use two move actions to follow you out there, um, which means it's now time for another slime to do some slithering that's all it can do with its turn so it's now Fulton's go good I'm still on fire and I'm still running you are away still on fire so uh, let's see what let's uh, let's roll a bit of fire damage for you oh, shall we yeah um, so it is how much fire damage does the how much fire damage does this do it does um 1d8 okay let's roll you some fire damage there you go six points of fire damage to start off your turn and what would you like to do uh okay i am going to uh is everyone else running towards the building yeah well, uh, no we just run out we stopped into the courtyard yeah that's as far as anyone got okie dokie i've got a question on my turn but yeah Caragor has Caragor stopped visibly from his running after being set on fire. Uh, after being set on fire, I got—I I mean, I'm moving, I know, and then I got set on fire, so I'm probably still in the process of moving. Okay, cool. Because if I saw you stop, I would have come back and helped you. But no, no. I, oh, it, as far as his intent, he's like sort of—he was dropped back to sort of walking backwards and just peppering them to see what works sort of like experimentally so he doesn't stop moving cool uh, I run towards the building um, okay uh, so what you're running towards the, the, the garage or no no the, the, the original like place we came out into the courtyard in sure um, okay. I'm just going to go uh, run that way one oh yeah 20 feet little legs yeah. uh, one two move actions will get you into the building will get you into um, the storeroom where the and then can are. I stop drop and roll I guess uh, you need two actions to stop, drop, and roll. Uh, so you, could, you could run towards the door and then stop, drop, and roll. Yeah, let's do okay. that. Okay, so you run a little bit of the way, and then you drop on the floor, and you start rolling around, uh, which can help you. Give me a flat check. Cool. Uh, that is a 19 on the die. 19, you nice. put out the fire. Um, yeah. Stop taking burning damage. Very nice. I'm still um, sickened, though, aren't I? You uh, no, the sickened condition wears off because you're not yeah. in, this, in this thing anymore. So you can take that off too. The first of the the first of the green slimes makes it through the doorway and into the courtyard, uh, slithering along after you. Um, so we will encounter the fiery sludge now, won't it? 
Uh, it will, yes. The fiery sludge is in between you and it. Did it come into my view? Uh, it. You know what? It did, and actually, I forgot to. The f- uh, the fuming sludge did first because it came out to do it. So go ahead and take a. Oh, go ahead and cast your spell. Okay, so there with a crackling, nice. crackling splackle, uh, the spell goes out. Now it is a uh, sudden bolt. Is just mm-hmm. a reflex, a basic reflex. So I'd have to run a basic roll. reflex twelve. Uh, that is, that is a crit fail. Uh, in fact, actually, uh, I have a spell DC of oh, I've got an arcane DC of twenty-two. That is uh, that's crit fail, double damage. Yeah, yeah. double flipping damage. Okay, so in that case, uh, it's four D twelve, uh, doubling it to eight D twelve. Oh no, I roll the dice and then yeah, and then and then you double it. Uh, let me just conjure that up with my magic, my magic die roller. One, two, three, four. Very exciting. Uh, here we go. Take this sludge. Oh, flipping heck! Oh my god. <laughs> this might be the most damage I've ever dealt anything. Uh, that is thirty-eight on my original roll, and so now I double it. I can't even work that out. 72, isn't it? 78, uh, 66. 76. 76 76 points of of damage. A small bolt of lightning dealing 4d12 electricity damage. I got a 10, a 10, a 10, and an 8. And then uh, then doubling it. Really good. I, I suspect the. Uh, yeah. I suspect we maybe get something one on the immunity to crits, whether it affects spell attacks. But I think I feel like spells are different. I feel like I can't see why a a, a news wouldn't be immune to spell crits. Um, it makes sense for physical, but for this, I'm going with it. Seventy six points of damage, cracker boom, hits the sludge, um, blasting it as it comes through. It's oh. still going, take, but my goodness, you're like Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> I was, I Palpatine, <laughs> yeah. proper Palpatine. Yeah. Wow, that. Oh, maybe, that's so good. I love that. that. It is good. now Shania and Felipe's go. Uh, oh, crikey. It's going to be hard to top that one, isn't it, eh? It's going to be hard to right. top that one. So, uh, I, uh, sorry, where, where are the slimes? Right. They're so all coming through the door first. now. I, th- I think we're are. just sort of like, because they're okay. so weirdly kind of fast. So I don't think we're going to get away from them, away from them and be able to okay. do the thing that we were talking about. I think we're just sort of, I think we have to all fight right. them now. I don't yeah. think. Okay. Really. They, definitely, they definitely seem to be slower than all of you. Um but the thing is they're they're a bit more focused on their movement because yeah. some of you have kind of only used one movement action to move away, whereas they're fully focused on, okay. on chasing you down. Uh, um, first things first, can I get a fortitude save? Uh, you are within the fumes of Oh the really? Oh gosh. Yes, I thought we were a bit further away than that, but alright. Um so fortitude, 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 fortitude. Uh, oh come on there it is um so that's a, a 30 for shania a 30 you're fine you are unaffected by it okay do i need to do one for philippe as well nope philippe is well away philippe, okay right. oh yeah he's a bit, yeah, well yeah, yeah. The okay right all right so um so there's that that's good um okay. and uh i'm gonna I'm I'm try a little some um i'm gonna try and use uh, which one's closer? Closest one is the fuming, is the fuming sludge. Okay, so like the so the like sort of volcanoy type dude. Yeah, volcano dude. Um, I might. I'll try and use like curse of lost time on it. 
Would that okay. work? To make it I older. Think... Well, so, okay, Solidify. so it... Yeah, maybe it'll... Um, so, uh, is, is, it a, is, is it a construct, the, um, the slime? It is not, no, is it? No. So is it a living creature, then? No. Um, I don't know. Or is it an object? Uh, it's certainly not an object. Okay. Um, I think it probably is a living creature, but it's... Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, well then so a living creature must attempt a fortitude save um uh a critical success of living creature is unaffected um success the living creature briefly ages becoming clumsy one and enfeebled one for one round a failure is a success for the duration of one hour doesn't tell me what that does though um and a critical failure as success with an unlimited as success with a with an unlimited duration um so would like can i do that thing change it to the old slime can i can i can i age it <laughs> the old make slime it, make it, it old is, it gets a little flat there cap nothing in uh, the description there's nothing in the description to say you can't do it however uh-huh it's a touch spell so oh, is it? Oh, well, in that case, not forget it. Run up next. <laughs> no, do you know what? Oh, I didn't. Sorry. Do you know what? I think I had this. I think I tried to do this on saying before, and then you said it's a touch spell, and I went, "Oh, fuck it then." Um, I, why do I always forget that? Um, okay. In that case, in that case, in that case, <laughs> I am going to cast vomit swarm. Yeah. Yeah? The old vomit swarm. I um, did this on a gelatinous cube at the beginning. Oh, of did you? Oh, okay, yeah, cool, 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 cool. I was we've had good success with insects. Yeah, I'm going to belch season. forth a swarm of magical vermin. Um, and uh, and then the, uh, they will swarm over the thing, um, dealing 2d8 damage um, as a basic reflex Indeed. save. Um, uh, you get piercing damage, okay. Oh, wait a minute, yeah, that's not going to bloody work, is it? Thing, yeah. God damn it! <sighs> it's a shame, because oh. you get to choose what they look like as yeah, well. Yeah, I know, that would have been fun. Yeah. Um, oh, man. Unicorns. Uh, okay. Oh, here we go. How about this? Let's try Expeditious Excavation. Um, hmm. I will remove... The floor between you, but underneath you, um, up to the size of a five-foot cube. And any medium or smaller creature standing atop uh, the earth um, will f- must attempt a reflex save or an acrobatics check. Um, uh, success: the creature is unaffected. A failure: the creature falls prone in the nearest available space of its choice. A critical failure: the creature falls into the pit, um, prone, taking falling damage. And this is a heightened two, so um, the spell can excavate an additional five-foot cube of earth um, and excavate. Shit, oh, so oh, I can excavate anyway. Yeah. So yeah, it, so, it's like, so you so it's called Exodus excavation, but you need a, a critical failure in order for it to actually fall down the pit that you've created. Um. Yeah. Okay. I think that's right. If it were, I mean, if you pull that off, that's going to be amazing because that's been what I've been trying. That will hopefully do what I've been trying to do this entire fucking time, which is get them, stop them, get them on top of each other. Um, Yeah, yeah. So if the pit drops underneath the fumy one, if that goes in the pit, yeah, and then because the green one's right behind it, that'll just fall on top of the fucking red one. So 
Fingers crossed. Okay, all right. Well, I, it's worth a go, right? Should I give it a go? It is. Yeah, oh, do it, man. Do it. Yeah. Let me clear this. Weird. Let me just clear up that we're absolutely good on this rules-wise. This is okay. so it's a level two spell, so you have got it in your spell repertoire. Yeah. Have you? And you've prepared this spell? Yes, I prepared this spell. Yeah. Have you prepared it in a level two in a level four spell slot? I don't think you've got. Oh uh, wait, so no, can't I haven't. Heighten it. So oh, okay, it's not heightened. Okay, yeah, it's not. It's the level two right. version. Is the yeah, no, I've got it. Yeah, I've got it in a level two slot. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. So that means you can excavate a five-foot cube. Um, so that means, and it's touch range. So it means you've got to move. You're gonna to have to move next to it, and then you can cast it on the ground underneath it. If you're successful, it'll drop into a five-foot pit okay. next to you. Um, but just be aware, you have to go up next to it if you want to cast it. Okay, I'm doing it. Uh, all right, so you move up next to Caragor, who is burning, and you start summoning up. Spells. Hi, Caragor. Uh, uh, I'm just going to try a thing. Um, we'll try and put you out soon, yeah? Okay, here we go. That's all right, um, man. You go ahead. Right, what, what you, do I need to do? So, uh, the first thing you need to do is you take an attack of opportunity for casting a uh, spell with a material and somatic component uh, within okay. its threatened range. Uh, it lashes out at you as you start conjuring magic. Uh, with a 24 to hit. Yeah, it's going to um, hit me. So it deals 17 points of damage and it sets you on fire. Uh, cool, we got the same suit on, Karago. It looks, looks nice in your bed. But the flames does not well. Thank you. Casting. Uh, you then plunge your hands into the earth below it, um, mm. which means it now has to make a... Uh, did it make a reflex save or an acrobatics check? I can tell you it's acrobatics ain't great um so it's gonna make a reflex save uh reflex save 21 that's against your okay spell and that's DC. against my my spell dc um which is 22. 22 it falls into the pit yes yes <laughs> Um, um, cool. It doesn't Enjoy take any falling Colin. damage because it only falls. It only yeah. falls yeah, five okay. feet. Drops it with a splat into this five-foot pit uh, and just sizzles there in the bottom of it. Ooh, nice. We've got some changes going on. Okay. Uh, right. And now what what damage you... did I take? Sorry. Uh, yeah. So you take five. Uh, you took uh, seventeen points of bludgeoning. Right. Uh, you take five points of fire. Uh huh. And now I would like a flat check from you, so roll a d20, tell okay. me what you get. Alright. Three. Three, you carry on burning. Okay. Um, but the thing is now down in a hole. Okay. Um, that has changed its day quite a bit there. Um, um, okay. And that's all you've got um, in terms of you go. Velda, it is yeah, your go. Well, except for Philippe, obviously. Uh, oh, Philippe's got one action. Yeah, He's got, he's got an action. Um, so I think Philippe... Uh, oh, um, actually, he's got the box, hasn't he? He has got the box. Do you know what? He's just going to hide. Philippe's just going to hide somewhere with the box. Yep, Philippe, Philippe's got enough movement that he can run over and jump into the wagon in, that's parked Sweet. inside of the camping supplies. There we go, lovely. There we go, he's out the way. Velda, let's have a go. Okay. Uh... Uh, first things, can I get a fortitude save? Because you're still within the uh, the choking gas. Oh, what, even outside in the courtyard? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's... Uh, it's. Oh, right, okay. The, you're really close to the uh, to the fuming, to the 
fuming sludge, Ew. even though fuming sludge is down a little bit of a hole. In a bit of a hole. Uh, yeah, because I was going to say, is there any bonus to being outside against the fuming sludge? Because obviously the, uh, it's no. not in a trap. Oh, All right. Come on, baby. Oh, oh. Oh, God, that's even worse than I thought it was. That is a 13. A 13. It's a fail. Uh, your second one, so minus one to your rolls, minus one to your DCs. Uh, and uh, if you catch fire, you won't be able to stop burning this turn. Okay, so uh, Velda just backs up hurriedly, uses one of his actions to back up uh, mm-hmm. to... Where is where's everyone going? Back into the... Well, Fulton's going back into the house. Yep. Uh, I guess, to be honest, I back off towards the garage that we've opened that leads to the outside if 20, needs be sort 25 of thing, you know. okay so one action you start moving towards the, you start moving towards the um, uh, you start moving towards the garage gets you kind of to the doors of the garage but not into the garage okay. yet can I see the uh, you've got still? two actions left you can see so you can see the group one of the green blobs you can't now see the fuming sludge because it's dropped into a pit okay uh, and the, they're sort of bunching up are they near the door uh you can see one um, they are but only back in the vault because they took a they're like there's one of them that's got out into the courtyard that is chasing you into the courtyard and then there are three more of them back in the vault that have just been struggling to get through the uh, thing if you want before you make your move you have got line of sight into the vault so you could take an action before making your move if you want to oh ah yes okay uh, how many blobs can I see and are they in a line uh, so now you have um if you're going for are you going if you're thinking line if you're thinking lightning bolt you could hit three of them uh, but you would also hit caragor if you're thinking fireball you could hit three of them because uh, you can drop a fireball in the vault and you would be able to hit all three I of them I will there. do that Ooh, you summon it up and a ball of fire just explodes on all the expensive furniture and tapestries go up okay uh, uh. okay so they're going to make some reflex saves and their reflex save isn't good uh, so let's have some saves for slam number one 17 slam <laughs> number two natural 20 oh bastard slime number three dirty 20 that is not going to be enough dirty so, 20 is not enough so it's two fails and a crit two success two fails the fireball explodes and oh it's not actually a great roll uh, 10 13 15 uh, points of fire damage okay it's a 20 foot burst would that hit the tapestries and the stuff um, it does kind of hit it does yeah it's 20 foot burst it hits most of the things in that room oh. not a big room um but uh, yes, uh, it doesn't kill any of them. Unfortunately, the one that saved was the one with the highest hit points. Uh, was the one with the lowest hit points. So, it, uh, uh, but it burns down a few of them as the fire goes off, and then setting I, fire to everything. And then you then, then I move back then towards you start the garage. Retreating. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. You got uh, yeah. That's your that's whole, my whole turn. It's two, it's two actions uh, to do that. So yes, you set fire to everything. Then you turn and you run. Uh, we come around. Uh, to Bubba Von Hoops uh, but before we give Bubba a go I can tell you what's happening let me describe the room at the moment you have a fuming sludge down in a pit uh, standing over the pit are Karagor and Shania uh, those two burning hearts both of them indeed on fire at the moment burning as they stand over it uh, there is a slime crawling out of the vault towards you there are three more slimes that have just been blown up by a fireball crawling through the vault trying to get close to you uh, back in the uh, actual courtyard itself Philippe is hiding in a wagon uh, Fulton and Velda have picked different doors and are both retreating in opposite directions uh, we are 
finishing this episode the way we began it with everything split in different directions bubble will get you going next time that is where we leave it for tonight oh, yeah. oh boy jeez man wow all this right this is gonna this is gonna be one of our longest combats i feel yeah so many enemies in, in play. What's up, Dangerlings? It's James Foxy Lockhart here, letting you know that this week's episode was made possible by our patrons, and especially our Dangerling of the Week, Stephanie Mooneys! Mmm, she's a wonderful Dangerling, and she has a voice to die for. Thank you, Stephanie. To get your name on the show, go to patreon.com forward slash Danger Club Podcast. Mmm, do it.